You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 449. Three years of the G-Man. You're listening to the G-Man on the MyMac.com podcast. Guy, who'd have thought that you and I <laughs> would make it to the three-year mark? Well, bar two days, of course, doing a podcast together. I, I can't actually believe it. And yeah, I, yeah, I know, I know that we kind of bring more laughter than information. <laughs> <laughs> and so, why, now, before you say that, though, we we did get an email from uh, John Nemo. Did we? Yeah, for last week's show, he was he was like. Man, that was that was great. That was really wonderful. And you know, I was thinking, well, I, I think he's like mistitled this email. I, you know, I'm not quite yeah. sure if he sent it to the right people. Yeah, but the problem was he didn't say which which one he'd been listening to. Ah, that's true. That's true. He may have been listening to the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, couldn't understand this. Anyway, you're telling you're telling me here that OS ten point eight point three is released, and you said, "Wow, it's amazing." Uh, uh, well, perhaps not as much as amazing as innovative well wait innovative isn't quite the word bug fixes yeah, <laughs> that's right bug fixes that's that's the one that's yay bug. yay for bug fixes 10.8.3 it's all about the bug fix yeah so what have you got going on uh over the last week guys? pretty uh pretty quiet if i'm perfectly honest with you um probably similar to when we first started on the Mac front. Um, yeah, it's certainly quiet on the Mac front. No issues, no new Apple gear. But I did receive that VO360 speaker. I'm sorry, what, what, what's it called? VO360. Oh, Leo. the VO! 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 is a deal. Daylight come and me wanna go home. Anyway, I received received that speaker, and I've got to say I'm pretty pleased with it. It did seem to take quite a while to, you know, kind of link up with my iPad and my iPhone over Bluetooth. I don't know why. And they don't give you a number. You know you get a code. Very often you you have to type in a code to Bluetooth. Well, there was no information in the pack which said, Type one two three four zero 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 one 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 one. There was nothing, so I had to go online to find out. And there's two possible codes apparently, which uh, which they use. So uh, the one I had to use was zero zero zero, or four zeros, <laughs> whatever it was, and uh, to to link it up. And then it it took a little while, but now it's linked up, and they found it, and they're talking to each other. I must say, it does pack out quite a a little punchy sound. It, well, you uh, know, what you could have done, um, if the Bluetooth didn't work, just, just plug it in with a wire. Well, I've done oh, that as wait, well. that would have kind of taken away the whole point of well, having a Bluetooth Well, it would have done, but I, but I do actually have quite a long cable for just such instances where I want to connect, you know, long-distance speakers. But, I mean, it's it's it would make it a bit pointless if I did that. However, just to check it was working properly, I, I did do that. And it does, and of course, it will save battery on your iOS device and probably the speaker as well. Um, so, so there is there there is always a good side to cable, um, but um, yeah, and it, it punches out a good sound. I'm quite you know it's, it's quite good actually for the price and and the size. It's in a like it comes in its own little pouch, uh, comes with a USB charging cable. Well, go back and read um, the review that was on the website. Yeah, from last week. Yeah, and it's good. We're, I mean, I like it. It's a it's a good bit of kit. What What did you think of the sound of the show last week? Better. Yeah. Better. So we're so getting there. Much. We're getting there. We're, we're little getting, by little. We're getting back to that excellent quality that we once had in the past. <laughs> yeah, back back in system ten point six. Yeah. <laughs> Any, <laughs> anyway, one other thing that did happen, which I nearly forgot to mention, was this week my bandwidth, and I've been waiting for this to happen. I was told by my ISP that it would happen probably in May, June time, or possibly even July. 
In fact, when I first got the letter, remembering back, because I've had several letters from them saying when it would increase, it was in actually October. And I received that letter early part of last year. And I thought, October, that's great. But they said October 2013, like 18 months to wait. Well, it's come down and it's it's happened this week. So my doubt. What is is the point? Of of sending you a letter a year and a half. <laughs> ah, because there was a nationwide um, advertising campaign basically saying that they were doubling up the speeds. So they were saying, we're rolling this out. And obviously they were doing it in the larger areas and they used it as a big marketing campaign. Uh, and of course, if you... But uh, they could have drip feeded it, I think, which would have been better. But no, they did a big, you know, marketing campaign that were doing it, and so everybody who heard about it was then obviously on their case, saying, "When's it going to happen?" Anyway, I, to be perfectly honest with you guys, quite happy with what I had because it it right. is it is quite a reasonable fifty megabytes download with five meg up. Wow! And it's Just now five? it's now moved to a hundred meg down, and I think it will be going to ten meg up, but that's not happened yet. That hasn't changed. But if I'm totally honest with you, I'd prefer it to go back down to 50 or possibly even 60, give me an extra um, um, 10 on what I have at the moment on my download. And I'd prefer to have a much better upload, you know, closer to 20 or 30 or even the same, you know, 50 down, 50 up. But that's not likely to happen. That doesn't seem to happen in the UK. We always have a much better download speed than we do upload speed. And that seems to be the... Um, you know, the highlighting figure. That's the one that everybody listens to. But there you go. Yeah. Anyway, I'm happy. My downloads are, are quick and speed, speedy, and uh, I'm waiting for the upload speed. And then, yeah, super. So I'm happy bunny. So sorry to everybody who's got really slow speed download speeds. I do live <laughs> in, a, in a metropolis. Well, it's not really a metropolis. It's a little metropolis. It's a metrop. <laughs> it's a mini metropolis. It's a metrop. A, min, a mintropolis. Yes. Metropolis. A mini trop. Yeah. Anyway, it, it's... Uh... Instead of Superman, you just have Perman. <laughs> yeah. Man. <laughs> so what's, what's been happening he, with you? Before? He leaps over tall sandcastles in a single bound. Um, no, no we've, we are actually almost probably the furthest point in the UK from the sea. So whichever direction you go, it takes at least two hours to get there. Ark at me, two hours. If you're in the middle of the States, it probably takes a week. <laughs> at least. At least. Well, because I'm, um, well, you know, I grew up right there by the ocean. I used to be, you know, uh, 10 minutes, and, and that was if uh, I, I was lackadaisical about it. But uh, now it, it's like, yeah, two and a half, three hours. And if I go to the Bay Bridge, uh, six weeks. <laughs> and people people who know who know about the uh the bay bridge near annapolis maryland know exactly what it is i'm talking about well my uh my tech news this week is is kind of light itself um now i i think you remember i gave i gave my son peter my iphone 3gs when yep. i bought 4s yep and then recently uh, i bought my wife a 4s Right. Well, now Peter is is kind of hinting that his uh, his iPhone 3GS is starting to have some battery issues, and that's even with a Mophie case. Well, that's and good it, because you just need to replace the battery. Battery. Tell him. Tell him. Gaz said all you need to do is replace the battery. See. See how he <laughs> takes that. Yeah, I think uh, he'll be something like no, <laughs> you know, like Darth Vader at the end of the the third Star Wars movie. No. Anyway, I'm uh, such a horrible, horrible series of movies. <laughs> um, I, I'm thinking that when the next iPhone comes out, what I may do is go ahead and, and get myself, you know, the, the five S or the six or the, you know, five G X or, you know, whatever the heck they end up calling it. And then I'll give, uh, I'll give Peter my, my, uh, four S. Now the, the one thing that I am thinking about doing this time, because, um, I don't know, you, know, you guys typically just buy your phones outright over there in the UK, right? I, I wouldn't say it's typical. Um, but it, it's certainly always been uh, always it's it's often an option that people will take. Um, but uh, also a lot of people, are, uh, you know, they'll, they'll look for the short term gain. And the short term gain is I can only yeah, it afford them twice as much. Yeah, money. I can only afford this amount each month. So I'll, I'll buy it you know, monthly. But, it you know, over the longer term, often it, it can cost you more. Um, I buy. I've always bought my phones outright. Well, I'm thinking about doing the same because my, my monthly bill to AT&T for these three phones, and if you include my iPad, which is a, a separate contract, 
it's well over $200 a month. And I mean, that's, that's just insane. So I think what I'll do is I'm going to buy whatever the phone is outright. And then, um, maybe do a pay as you go plan with someone other than AT&T and, and, you know, start weaning the family off of, uh, AT&T. And because I mean, they have this, they, and they try, try like hell to talk you into the, you know, you get, you know, unlimited everything kind of plan. Well, you know, I just need heavier text messages because that's what Peter does. Oh, well, if you do it that way, it's going to only save you, you know, $6 and 50 cents. It's like, what? You know, and it's, 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 it, it, you know, they set their plans up in such a way that if you want to cut back just a little bit on any one of the services, you have to cut back on all of them. And it's like, you know, this is, this is bullshit. Yeah, that's, that's one thing that I well, think. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's one thing that we're much better off um, on over here. The, you know, the, the, the plans that we have available to us seem to be a, a lot more flexible. I mean, sometimes you can be pulling your hair out because you you know you prefer a little bit extra data over over calls or texts but they they do they, there's quite a lot of competition um right. for you know sim only cards and uh, actually i get a deal with my isp uh, which is a pretty good deal um which i let the you know the girls basically have them you know the three ladies in my life each have uh, the same uh, virgin sim which is a sim deal that i get do they <clears> just swap it around no, 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 no. They've, they've each got. I need to make a call. Give me the card. <laughs> yeah. And just pop it in my phone. Yeah. So, I mean, those sorts of deals are much, uh, much more prevalent over here. Uh, makes, sure. Makes it easier for us. And competition is good. Competition is good. Yes. Yeah. Unless you're AT&T or Verizon yeah, or yeah. Sprint yeah. or T-Mobile, yeah. in which case it's no, we don't like competition. <laughs> Anyway, let's get over to the um, the MyMac website articles. Okay, uh, you want me to go first? You can do if you, yeah. Okay. Why not? Uh, the first one is Smart Clear and Sidekick. That is a review by Elisa. You say Pacelli, and I say Pacelli. <laughs> Anyone who owns an iDevice or any other brand of smartphone or tablet knows how hard it is to keep the touchscreen clear, fingerprints, oil, and other ick. Ick. That makes its way onto your screen. Baby, Instead of fighting, baby oil, did you say? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, oh, no. Then move on. Move on, move on. Instead of fighting, now I'm putting my, my, uh, my clenched fists on my hips for this point. Right. Instead of fighting the never-ending cleaning battle with messy sprays and cloths, why not try the smart clear and side click? Side, side, side kick. Kick by lens pen. And that gets a MyMac review rating of 9 out of 10. I've seen these before, and I've been quite close to buying one. And after Elisa's review, I think that's more money that I'm going to spend. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to get one of those. Because although, to be perfectly honest with you, I've never I, – I was a stickler for that with the iPad when I first had it. I was always cleaning the screen, you know, all those fingerprints all over it. I can't stand it. That was probably my OCD kicking in. But, yeah, maybe. But but actually, when when you're watching something, it's quite a bright screen, and you don't actually notice the fingerprints. But if you get any dark patches, then you do. So I think I might just get one of these, just to you know give it the occasional quick, complete clean. So uh, yeah, I, I typically don't see it unless the phone is off. Yeah, and it's like oh yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's that's all me. Anyway, the next <laughs> oh, that's a that's a real ooh. And here we go. The next review is. From Mr. David Cohen, and it's on the RHA, which I think is the company name, MA-350 earphones. David says, I love a bargain, and as a Brit, I love British engineering. So when I get an opportunity to review a product that combines both, I'm always very intrigued. The product that piqued my interest is the MA350 in-ear headphones from RHA, a specialist audio product manufacturer based in Glasgow, Scotland. And he gives it, I don't know if you've got a fanfare, but he gives it a MyMac rating of 10 out of 10. of a damp squid really that isn't it well yeah yeah well i guess i could have done this one instead 
No, yeah, that doesn't are, okay, work. okay. Next. No. Is it suits the suits. Tech fan podcast one eleven. Uh this is the David Cohen show this week. I think. It is. This week, yeah. David runs the Tech Fan audio board all by himself and discusses a cheap netbook alternative and why businesses should not run online. Oh, sorry, should not run online sites. Or is that cities? Well, it, uh, all I did was copy it from the website. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, what people, I don't know if anybody caught this. Uh, last week, as I was doing the show notes, um, instead of saying getting, it said eating. Yes, I did notice that, actually. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, made, it made the... Uh, you know, it basically the first sentence was this. You've got to admit it's eating better, a little better all of the time. And it's like when I read that after it went up on the site, it was like, what? I didn't say that. And I, I went did, and looked in the show notes. And I, it was like, I, I did, oh, yes, I, did I did. think I'm sure Leonard McCartney didn't write those words. <sighs> well, I don't know. You know John, John got kind of fat there in the mid 60s. So I think he was eating better all the time. OK, next. Embrace iPhone bumper. This is a review by Elisa Paselli. You say Pacelli, and I say Pacelli. Yeah, I've got it right, you see, Elisa. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Um, if, if that's something that you are wont to do. Well, she perhaps doesn't smoke a pipe. Anyway, Vicky St- Elisa says, Vicky Stokes and I were each given an Embrace iPhone bumper at Macworld 2013 to review. Mine is for the iPhone 4S and Vicky's is for her new iPhone 5. Since the only difference is based on the phone size, we're combining our review. There were many vendors at Macworld iWorld 2013 displaying their iPhone cases. For most, it was pretty much more of the same. Customized cases with photos on the back, simple bumpers and cases made with bright and neon colors. At this point... Sometimes at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure. Well, you were there. At this point, an iPhone case needs to be quite different in order to get noticed. And this is where the Embrace iPhone bumper comes in. Now, Elisa gives it a 9 out of 10, and Vicky gives hers a 9 out of 10. So they're pretty much agreed on that. So go over and take a look at an interesting case. Or bumper, I should say. Bumper. 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 No, I think it's a bumper, actually, rather than a case. (laughs) Next up is the the Airbag AirTech Backpack. That's a review by Nam Segri. The Airbag AirTech Backpack. Back. The Airbag AirTech Backpack (laughs) looks like any other well-made day pack. It has well-padded shoulder straps, mesh compartments on the side for water bottles, and plenty of space for a laptop, books, and office supplies. Is that so you can clean your, you know, your equipment, the water bottles? Yeah, but it needs to do it while you're like just walking around. So like the friction of of the devices going up and down, it automatically cleans them. I think, oh, I'd buy that. Yeah. But this one doesn't do that. But go beyond the obvious, and you'll see that the airbag has some characteristics that set it apart from similar products and make it a little easier to carry under heavy loads. And Sam gives that a MyMac review rating of 9 out of 10. And I think you meant to say there, easier to carry heavy loads. <laughs> Not What did I say? Uh, carry under heavy loads. <laughs> oh. Never mind. Um Genius SP-U115 USB speakers. This is a review from Julie... It's cool, not cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Proving once again that you get what you pay for. The Genius SP 115 speakers are a low cost set of speakers for your computer, while these will work with your Mac on your desk. I think they're better suited to being travel companions, where the price makes them almost disposable. Uh, they get a bit of a mid range. <laughs> yeah. Five out of ten. So go over hmm. to the website, take a look, have a read, and uh, pays your money, takes your choice. Pretty much. Uh, last up this week is the uh, the Flux on-ear headset. That's a review from John Nemo. Uh, I, he tested these new versatile on-ear Flux headphones 
with inline microphone against four other under $200 on ear competitors. Wow. I don't, I can't believe I got through that sentence. Uh, each of the two more, <laughs> more expensive headsets has slightly superior music playback audio than does the flux, but both of them are far less comfortable than the flux. My Mac review rating of nine out of 10. Yeah. I'm actually, you know, because I've got this, this tinnitus thing happening. I'm I'm really more concerned about comfort than I am, you know, oh, let's see, it doesn't have true audio sound. It's off by about 15 hertz, but according to my superior audiophile is, or not. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> mm. Mm, right, okay, now. I've got to just mention this. We we have had a little bit of feedback from uh, Alistair Jenks on Twitter. But before we jump into that, I noticed um, today whilst reading some news feeds, we've had um, – we have what is called comic relief over here, guy, which yeah. is um, uh, like one of those charities that only – it does lots of celebrity stuff and, you know, everybody for about a week or two weeks really gets involved in the charity and they raise millions upon millions of pounds. I think uh, they raised around £75 million uh, on Friday night at the end of the show, uh, the big show that they do, or Saturday night, whenever it was. Um, so a lot of effort is put into it and, you know, the funds go all around the world. And there was a politician, um, I'm not sure um, how many followers this politician has but i don't think she has that many well she said at 25 past eight i'll give a pound to comic relief for every time this tweet is retweeted Uh oh and she said the cutoff time is nine o'clock well fourteen thousand three hundred and sixty odd (laughs) retweets later She's actually going to pay that money to the charity. So good on her for, you know, sticking to her guns. But boy, I think she might have underestimated quite how many retweets there would have been. The power of Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Speaking of Twitter, uh, we have some feedback from Twitter from Alistair Jenks. Yep. And he writes, Apple don't advertise to you, or at least you can easily avoid it by not buying using apps that employ iAds. Yeah. And, of course, the problem there is, how do you tell? <laughs> well, well, that's true. That's true. But, I mean, you'd probably soon find out and then, you know. It, yeah, well, chances are if it's a free, if it's a free app, it probably uses um, iAds. Or something like that. No, no, that's I, I know where it's coming from on that, and um, that was with reference to our conversation that we having about privacy last week. Oh, okay. I think. Okay. Well, I think it was. Perhaps it isn't. Alistair, <laughs> well, yeah. would you like to come on the show and tell us exactly <laughs> what you want to moan at us for? <laughs> Explain your tweet, Alistair. I know you're not moaning. I know you're not moaning, Alistair. Yeah, yeah. In fact, that's a good idea. Mind you, it might be a bit late. Him, him in New Zealand, me in the UK, you in the middle of America. Yeah, the time zones don't really tie up, do they? Let's be. Uh, not so much. But I will give a pound to Comic Relief. It's now five thirty-five p.m. I will give a pound to Comic Relief for every tweet that says, I love Guy and Gaz before 536. <laughs> on Sunday, March 17th. Yeah, too late. because this. Guy, yeah, this, this, this show will be out sometime Wednesday. Wednesday yeah, yeah, thank you. Right. <laughs> you're, you're all heart, you are. Go on. I am, you, boy. I'm just you, a heart of gold. Have you, have you gold. got any more feedback or any tech news of the weird that you want to oh, or do you want to well, take us out? We do, have a, we do have a tech news of the weird. This came from... Uh, from Eric Diaz, and he had a little little type or a little something under that said, Tech news of the weird and cruel. Penguins allowed to enjoy obsolete iPad. Well, that, that, that must be the cruel part, that it's an obsolete iPad. <laughs> Penguins are pretty great looking. Well, okay, Eric, if you say so. But they offer more than just swagger. I, I, I still want to find out why Eric thinks that uh, penguins are, are so great looking. But that's neither here nor there. They can play iPad games and have a good time doing it. Or, you know, not really grasp what's going on. The Aquarium of the Pacific lets their penguins take a crack at a cat game this week. Because if you combine mobile gaming and penguins, you have a recipe for a fun time. 
and a pretty neat video. The point is that if something if something looks like it's moving, these penguins will be damned if they don't peck at it. And in conclusion, the mouse. Oh, okay, wait, I got to stop right there. The mouse looks a heck of a lot like some other thing. Um, I actually, I actually have this game, and I've, I've, you know, put it in front of my cats and played it, and I never really thought about it looking like the particular thing that that they're showing here but of course now that i've read this i can't see anything else it doesn't even look like a mouse anymore (laughs) thanks eric (laughs) well all i can say is there's been a recent um bbc program over here called penguin spy in the huddle and it is hilarious absolutely hilarious they've had oh is 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 that the one where they've got like the fake penguin (laughs) with the cameras set up <laughs> and I'm just thinking they should have turned the camera on on that iPad, shouldn't they? So it was like a, another spy in the huddle. <laughs> All you see is a penguin with his head going like right at you yeah. over and over again. <laughs> anyway, let's let's kill this section before we completely yeah. destroy it. Okay, I'll, I'll get us out. Okay, good everyone, good please stand by to stand by, and we'll be right back with more of the third anniversary show from Guy and Gaz. Ah. Uh, this is the voice of the Mr. Ron. No, that was supposed to be Batman. Hey, Tim. Uh, Tim, we're going to do the show. Dude, I'm playing Boba Fett Pinball, man. But, Tim, it's time for us to record Tech Fan. Well, this is about... Oh, dang it. Oh, it went in the Sarlacc pit. I hate when that happens. Tim, Tim, I know you like pinball, but we need to do our show. We need to talk about technology and and gadgets and even video games, even pinball. Oh, did you say something about pinball? Yeah, I did, but you weren't listening. I think I'm gonna. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tech fan. I think it's gonna be a solo show. Go, Boba Fett. Oh, huh? I'm sorry. I'll put this down. What? Let's record a show. It's the Tech Fan Podcast right here on the Stoplight Network. Two men not afraid to cry. It's the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome back to the second section of the MyMac podcast, which was almost 20 seconds, uh, which is normally 20 minutes. Uh, but then we had a problem with Skype. So then it went into a couple of minutes and then we had another problem with Skype. So, so what are we going to do? Uh, well, we're, we're going to, we're going to do a podcast. <laughs> we're going to try to do a podcast. Isn't that fantastic? It is. It is, Steve. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Steve, you're, you're great. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, let's get us. That was us. That was us rushing into the second section of this podcast. Who is that? I don't know, but he's in your place. Not for long. <laughs> okay, so what are we going to be talking about in this second section? Let's see if we can well, make it as informative, interesting, and downright. <coughs> annoying (laughs) yeah well i think we've got the annoying part already down good good. so uh this one uh now last week we talked about security this week we're going to talk about uh malware and it it seems like over the course of like the last six months to a year there has been like just one malware warning after the other that that that's hitting os 10 all at once not really sure why um I think part of it, of course, is that there's a lot more Mac users on the platform now, uh, you know, and Apple has has always claimed that uh, that OS 10 has better security than Windows. And maybe a lot of people have have joined the platform for that very reason. So it seems like the uh, security through obscurity uh, protection that we had before is is kind of going away because now all of a sudden. There's uh, hacks and warnings and exploits aplenty for our favorite operating system. Uh, 
But is that the whole story? Uh, and I think, you know, first we have to kind of define uh, what malware is. And uh, because I sometimes have not a clue, I went over to Wikipedia and I got their explanation for it. Good old so, Wikipedia. I like Wikipedia. Um, malware, which is short for malicious or, or um, oh God, malware. Mal- uh, malevolent. 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 You got me at it now. <laughs> regularly. I still can't do that damn word. Software. It's a general term used to refer to a variety of forms of hostile or, intru- or intrusive software. Malware includes computer viruses, ransomware, worms, Trojan horses, root kick, root kicks, root kits. <laughs> You know, for a serious topic, we're really, I'm really having a hard time here. Keyloggers, uh, spyware, adware, malicious BHOs. I'm not, I thought that was like a bacon and ham on omelette. Something a sandwich. bacon and ham yeah. omelette. Omelette, yeah, that's a BHO. <laughs> uh, rogue security software and other malicious programs. The majority of active malware threats are usually worms or trojans rather than viruses. Now, a virus is a computer program that can replicate itself and spread from one computer to another. This was, this was really more of what was going on on, on the Windows side of things because OS X does protect itself pretty well from that stuff. Uh, the term virus is also commonly but erroneously used to refer to other types of malware, including but not limited to adware and spyware programs that do not have a reproductive ability. Now, one of the things that back we, to that Penguin program. Yeah, <laughs> on an obsolete iPad. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, most most of what you'll see on the Mac side are Trojan horses, which is a malicious program uh, set to accomplish its goals. It must be able to run without being detected, shut down, or deleted. When a malicious program is disguised as something normal or desirable, users may willfully install it without realizing it. A Trojan horse is any program that invites the user to run it, concealing harmful or malicious code. Uh, next up, rootkits, which is a malicious program installed on a system and that it is essential that it avoids detection. Rootkit con- uh, allows this concealment by modifying the host's operating system so that the malware is hidden from the user. Rootkits can prevent a malicious process from being visible in the system's list of processes or keep its files from being read. Some malicious programs contain routines to defend against removal, not merely hide themselves, but to resist attempts to actually remove them. You, re- and you really don't want a rootkit. No, no. You may as well just toss your computer out the window at that point. <laughs> um, the last one uh, that we're going to give a little definition for here are backdoors. And this is a method of bypassing normal authenticated or authentication procedures. Once a system has been compromised, one or more backdoors may be installed to allow easier access in the future. Backdoors may also be installed prior to malicious software to allow attackers entry. To install backdoors, crackers may use Trojan horses, worms, or other methods. And basically, up until a few years ago, the uh, OS X was immune to most of these if it required remote access. And it's important to note that no computer is immune to tampering or potential data loss if there is physical access to the computer. Now, earlier versions of Windows (coughs) XP (coughs) were notorious for being exploited especially if end users weren't keeping up with malware definitions from both Microsoft and programs specifically designed to keep users' computers safe from exploits. There were new ones every day, and botnets of millions of computers were bought and sold by hackers for whatever money-making schemes were desired. So, um, Gaz, how do you think Mac computers are now at risk? How? Well, if if it was that, I'd be a a hacker, wouldn't I? I mean, I I think we're actually at risk through programs, um, external programs that are are actually insecure. That's that's the biggest risk that I see at the moment. Um, You know, the the biggest and easiest one to um, to point a finger at at the moment is Adobe, certainly, uh, because of the the types of uh, flash 
exploits that are out there. But Safari itself, um, there's a competition that goes on where Safari keeps getting hacked, but it, and it gets hacked seemingly first before other um, browsers. But, well, but, but yeah, but, but there's but, there's a little reason for but that. But none of but none of those exploits <laughs> you know seem to hit us that hard. Um, but I, I think it's down to you know a piece of software which is is going to be uh, infected rather than the operating system itself. And there's one or yeah. two tricks. So go on, give give me some more information, and and those listening, so they can they can perhaps think about keeping themselves safe. Okay, well, yeah, y- what you have to remember is you know, like I said earlier, most of the malware that that will run on a Mac are basically set up in such a way they use social engineering to try to get users. Oh, to so you're blaming me? With. Are you? It's my fault. Yes, yes. Chances are. If you have any malware on your computer, you probably installed it yourself. Without maybe even without even realizing. I didn't. So, I didn't. I didn't touch anything. Yes, you did. Oh, you did. Okay. <laughs> Through installing programs that they believe are safe from sites set up to uh, to just deliver the malware. And so, why does it happen? Usually, because the user thinks that the programs is one that costs money, but is is allegedly free. From a site. In some past examples, a couple of years ago, when uh, iWork09 was first released, there were uh, quite yeah. a few iWork09, you know, installers, yes, quote, quote, from BitTorrent sites. And all it really did was just infect your now, Mac. Can, can I and, rephrase that for you? Unscrupulous BitTorrent sites. Yes. That's, we must make yes. that difference because I know there's one or two of our listeners that would, would, would like me to point that out. So. Okay. Okay. Well, that's fine because there are there are very many legitimate uses yes. of of BitTorrent yep. and you know software that that has been designed and developed to, to do that. But some sites that that will offer you free stuff, you know, they don't necessarily vet the uh, the files that are coming in that are offered to their users because. They don't care that that's your problem. So the lesson is if it's free, but costs money somewhere else, there's also a very good chance that it may infect you. And this isn't just limited to programs that you might want, but also content like music and movies, any, any media file or any file, in fact. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've downloaded some, like say some movie and you double click on it to watch it, and then something pops up and asks you to, you know, that, that you need to set up some kind of program to, to watch this movie. Chances are that that's malware. And so just delete it immediately. Um, and it's the same thing with like music sometimes as well from BitTorrent sites. Not always. But honestly, if you need it or want it that badly, just save your money and, you know, either buy it from iTunes or one of the other, you know, safe, relatively safe. Uh, online sites or get the physical media itself and rip it. And, you know, I, I don't have this here in our show notes, but one thing I, I do want to mention is that just because a site is well-known and respected doesn't mean that it won't be hacked to serve up malware. Um, like there was, there was what happened to Apple and a couple other places. There's a site that a lot of um, iOS app developers go to to you know get news on the latest stuff and that site got taken over and the people that run the site didn't even know it and there were people from apple who were going to that site that ended up taking their computers back connecting it up to the network and infecting apple's network. yeah but that that's slightly different from uh, uh, infecting apple's network and then that um you know moving on to infecting you because you've visited apple um uh, yes that can happen yeah. yes that can happen but the bigger the bigger companies you know your amazons apple microsoft google if they do get infected they're pro- probably going to be on it pretty damn quickly and, and catch it before it infects uh, too many people it's those dodgy backstreet sites where you've got to be a bit careful and when you where you're getting free stuff from um, yeah. and, and when things pop, but not always. But not always. And, and no, that, not always. Not always. You do have to be careful. You do have to be, um, you know, uh, you, you do just have to watch your back. Right. And uh, now the next biggest risk, and, and this is actually, 
I should have probably done this in reverse order because this, I think, is actually the biggest risk. Is from various plugins and add-ons, and these are almost always browser-based, like Flash and, and Java. Um, the big news lately ha has been exploits through Java. Now, before you panic, there's Java, and then there's Java. Now, Java is an object-oriented programming language created by somebody at uh, Sun Microsystems. JavaScript is a scripting language that was created by the, uh, the, the fine people at Netscape and was originally known as LiveScript. Now, applications requiring Java should be pretty safe as those are standalone applets as compared to JavaScript, which is, um, oh, I just lost my place here, uh, which is very, in very simple terms, are apps running in or through a browser. And since it's making calls outside of your computer, you really don't know what it is, you know, what code is going to be running. Uh, to prevent problems, you can either disable JavaScript entirely through preferences in your browser, um, though that may cause cause issues where sites don't load properly. So, you know, make sure you're always running the latest version. And if you want to check it, you can go into your system preferences, and which will be either in your doc, your applications folder, or underneath the Apple logo. Under other, you should find the Java control panel. And if you click on it, uh, there'll be a separate little window that opens up. Uh, check the update tab to see if you're running the latest version. If you're not, close any browsers that you're currently running and update it now, because there are quite a few exploits that are running off of older versions of Java. So you want to make sure you have the latest one that has all the security updates. Now, unfortunately, for people that are on older computers or computers that aren't capable of running, say, at least 10.6, you may not be able to, uh, to get that update. But, you know, you'll have to complete. But at, at the very least, go and check and, and get the latest version that will run on your machine. One of the, one, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. One other thing to also do, and something that I, I actually do, is not run as administrator. Uh, when you first set up your Mac, y you won't probably even know this. Um, not you, Guy, but you know somebody who's just bought a Mac and, and, and opened it up and got it running. But Apple will make you probably an administrator uh, automatically. Well, one of the first things that I do is set up a separate account, which is an administrative uh, an account, and I make obviously the password for that uh, quite secure. And I actually de-select uh, myself as being uh, able to um, actually administrate my machine. So if anybody, if anything happens to my account, at least, you know, it doesn't make uh, any um, imposter who takes over that, uh, that account uh, able to do any administrative or any application that takes it, you know, gets into my, my system. It kind of, I wouldn't say that it, it, um, what's the word sandboxes, um, the application, but it, it does help, um, to restrict the ability of anything which uh, gets into your system. So if you, yeah, it, it's <clears> almost <throat> like a firewall, another firewall, kind of, kind of, it's not quite, but I mean, it, it's kind of, it's, it's just another uh, way of, you know, uh, um, helping yourself not be infected and not be infected too badly. Yeah. And, you know, basically, folks, what it comes down to is this. The days of the Mac being off the radar are over, and you should get a, a virus scanner or malware detector for your computer. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm currently using ClamXAV, which is free over at the Mac App Store. Also remember that there are a very few exploits that can target OS 10 specifically. And if you haven't updated your computer to OS 10 10.8 and your computer is capable of it, then you should either do so or don't do anything on your Mac that involves personal or financial information because older versions of OS 10 are more vulnerable to these kinds of exploits than Mountain Lion. And, and when you run, <laughs> one of the things that <laughs> if you do get one of these apps, because there's one, Sophos do one, which is free for personal use on the Mac as well. Uh, some people think they're a little bit heavy. Clam uh, XAV, I think it is quite, it's quite light on its um, 
on the usage of the resources that you have. Um, however, I've, I've run the Sophos one as well, and I, if you set it up right, then it, you should be okay. But one of the things you will find is it will also find all of those emailed um, viruses and, and malware that you get, which are aimed specifically at Windows users. There's an awful lot of you will find an awful lot of Windows malware on your Mac without realizing it. You just won't know it sit there. Well, hopefully you won't. But I've got a lot of people that use use windows and I've, <laughs> I've got, I email a lot of them and they email me stuff back. And sometimes I get emails from friends. And I think you've been hacked. I can tell. <laughs> and well, regardless, um, chances are, you know, 99.9% of windows malware that you may get through the mail won't do a, a, a darn thing to your Mac. So you shouldn't have to worry about that too much unless you're running either boot camp or windows through parallels or something along those lines. Make sure if you're running windows through parallels or boot camp that you have virus protection yes, yes, definitely. on yeah, that. Yeah, um, I don't think there's any crossover problems with it. Like if your windows partition or your windows boot camp gets, gets corrupted. Well, well but it still means that you'll have to wipe it out and start all yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Or go through a lot of trouble to, to clean it up. So be careful out there, folks, and look after yourself. <laughs> Where, that's a tip for that's a tip from Guy and Gaz. <laughs> it is, yeah, Gaz, I think we're done. Yeah, Get yeah, us okay. I'll, I'll, yeah. Everybody, are you ready to stand by? To stand by. Because we'll be right back. We will. Honestly. I think so. From the iTunes independent author Donnie Yankelo of Looking for a Dinosaur comes two new books your children will love. There's Jungle Jammin', where the animals form a band. Who will play what instrument? There's also Pirate Soars, where pirates and dinosaurs are combined in cool and fun ways. Both books feature full-color illustrations and rhyming sentences to keep your child thoroughly entertained. And at 99 cents, either one will break the bank. So go to iTunes and check out Pirate Soars, Jungle Jammin', and Donnie's previous children's book, Looking for a Dinosaur. The best podcast you'll ever hear is the one you're listening to right now. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And and welcome back to the third section of the MyMac.com podcast. Uh, If if you would like to send us a a third third year anniversary present, you can go on over to Amazon. I have a wish list set up. You can give me that 27-inch uh, iMac that I've always wanted, and uh, yeah, yeah, I'll um, I'll I'll, add, I'll I'll take pictures of it and send the pictures to Gaz. All I can say is, don't even think about it. <laughs> well, you know, so far they haven't. Yeah, <laughs> I swear. Sometimes it just makes me nod my head. You weren't ready. Awesome. Um, <laughs> you weren't ready. <laughs> I'm nodding my head. Yeah, I was nodding my head. Were you? Yeah. Well, today we've got a really special guest. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nick Hall. And he's going to sing for us right okay. now. It's time for Gassy's tip. <laughs> You know, we both hit that at the same time. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to do it. So I said, oh, I, I better hit it because we're both nodding our heads and there's nothing happening. What's your tip I, this week, Gaz? Um, right. I've got a magic track bag, track pad. Guy. <laughs> a track bag? Slow down. Slow down. You're moving too fast. You got to make the morning last now. Okay. Have have you got a magic trackpad? Because I have. 
Um, you know, well, actually, you know what's funny? Before you go, go I do have a Magic Trackpad. However, after I rebooted my computer, it wasn't working because the batteries in it are dead. <laughs> so I've got it, but it was, we were getting ready to do the podcast. It was like, I'll take care of that after we get done recording the show. Okay. And well, here let- you are with your tip involving <laughs> the Magic Trackpad, and I can't even follow along. Okay. Well, if you've enabled your trackpad track oh to utilize the app Expose, you know that's the <coughs> one where you've got your three or four-fingered slide down and it then exposes all of the possible windows. Let's say you've got multiple uh, Safari windows open. Sure. Um, if you've actually uh, enabled that, it also gives you another ability. And that's to quickly access all the recent documents from lots of applications like text edit, preview, uh, iWork apps like uh, pages, um, numbers, etc. And all you have to do is with the same three or four fingers, according to which one you've um, you've set up in the uh, track pack, uh, track pad preferences. <laughs> Get it right a minute. All you have to do Just is time actually- to finish the tip. It's just have to tap on your trackpad and it will actually bring up a screen at the bottom of your, um, sorry, a, uh, a group of item, items at the bottom of your screen, which are all of your most recent um, documents that obviously show up from the particular application that you're in. And you can then flip through them and find the one that you're looking for. So it actually opens up into a little window and shows you the documents? At the bottom, yes. Yes, it kind of goes into an expose kind of, you know, where when you do the the swipe down with the three or four fingers, it kind of rays everything out and shows you the particular um, app that you're in. It shows you all of the windows that you've got available to you. It does a similar thing, but it actually puts all of the most recent documents at the bottom of the screen. Oh, and then you hit one of those and it'll open up not only the document, it'll open up the program as well. Well, no, you you got to have the op- the document uh, the the application open, guy, because el- else it doesn't know that it's got to open the recent documents for that particular application. Get a grip, man! Come okay. on. <laughs> but I'm often using my recent documents, and I have to go up to file, go down to recent documents. Whereas now, I've got a quick tip for myself where I can just tap on my trackpad, and it will bring up my recent documents. Cool. It's it's a tip for me more than anyone else, guy. <laughs> Yeah, but they're going to gain. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's tips. Will you let me finish? Yeah, you that's didn't even right. let me finish. I know, I know that's why I interrupted you. <laughs> I did it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Stand by for action. Oh, my, 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 my. Yeah, sometimes that's that's basically what goes on here. And then I yeah. feel like, <laughs> what's your app pick this week, guys? Ah, oh, dear. Let's go ahead and turn it on. Um, <laughs> turn it on, Steve. I I have cheated a little bit because um, I was kind of struggling for an app pick, and then I thought, I wonder if we're getting any new listeners, or if we've got any new listeners over the past however mon- months weeks months years that we've been doing it yeah, well almost, they're told, almost 36 months now well yeah whether we told them enough about mr don McAllister, and actually i've downloaded this and i think it's free to be honest with you it's um seo tutor for the mac so if you're new and there are one or two other free ones and there's one or two paid ones and they're always worth a look um but this one i think seo tutor for the mac is free it's available in the mac app store um we'll give you a link directly to uh, Don's website where it shows the SEO tutor for Mac. Um, Download it, and he tells you how to use your Mac. So if you're particularly a new user, go over, take a look, and it might encourage you to subscribe to uh, see all of the other uh, tutorials, screencasts that he does. Yeah, well, you know, going basically what Don does, and he's so good at it that this is basically his, his how he earns his living now. Correct. Yeah, he does. He does these screencasts and he does such a he, he's basically the standard that, you know, everybody else has to kind of try to live up. So, you know, 
whatever, whatever the, like, I don't, can't even think of what the, what he charges now for screencasts, but. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's very reasonable. It's yeah. Very reasonable. And it's set up over for like course of six months to a year or something like well, that. Well, you've got all sorts of options. You've got all sorts of options to look at. I mean, he's now got a monthly magazine, which goes down to his iPad, which, uh, includes a lot of the screencasts. But obviously, if you're going to pay it, so you can go in and subscribe for that. And it, 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 there's all sorts of different options. So you need to go and have a look. But this one is free and it'll give you a big, t- he does the occasional free one. Um, for anybody to download and, and watch it, so go over to his site. But this this one, I the reason I brought this one up was it, it's specifically for the Mac, uh, and I just thought you know new listeners they might do a search in iTunes for Mac, they might find the podcast, they might be new listeners, so I'm pointing them to uh, Don's site and this particular um, application in particular to uh, see if they can learn a little bit more. Yep. Now my app pick this week. Uh, if you go over to our Google Plus page, I, I very, very quickly did a little video there. And um, ooh, uh, ooh. no, no bunnies were hurt in the making uh-huh. of that video. Sorry. Good. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, it's called VisiWig, and it's from i4 Software, and it's free. Now, of course, they have various add-ons, uh, but the free version uh, will let you do quite a bit. Uh, it'll give you like a, a little splash screen at the beginning. That you know they have a couple of different choices. Uh, then it'll it'll do like slow zooms. It'll do fast zooms. It'll do like credits at the end. You can very quickly while you're filming take a picture, and that picture will embed itself in your video once you process it. It's got links to YouTube and Vimeo and and so many of the other social media sites that that have something to do with video, and it's it's just kind of a cool little program. You know, I, I don't think I would use this for something like Macworld, but for just general, general tomfoolery, you know, this is a great little, little bit of gear for, uh, for your iOS devices. That's VisiWig by i4 Software. And you, you posted a, a video, have you, over at Google Plus? Yeah. Yeah. Good man. I'll have to go and have a look because I haven't seen that. Uh, well, not much to see, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> now we have a people's pick. Way from from Troy Mueller, and um, it's I guess it's along the lines of what we were, we were talking about last week, and it's it's a program called Privacy Fix, and if you're not sure about how much people can find out about you with Facebook, then you can take a look at your online privacy at Privacy Fix, and that's at https privacyfix dot com. And I'm I'm actually a little for afraid to go over and check this out. It was like, oh, okay, so you know what I was doing back there in like 1977, 1978. Is like, I just don't want anybody. I'll else tell you what, if they know what you were doing in 1978, then well, now best, think they're... about think about that genius mix that I had. Yes, stoner music, really. <laughs> Oh. Very true. Very true. Okay. Um, right. I think that's that's about going to do it, isn't it? Almost. We're going to start thinking about signing out now, aren't we? We're going to let people know how to contact us if they want to. We'd like people to go over to iTunes if you'd be so kind and perhaps re- leave a review. That would be absolutely fantastic if you'd, uh, if you'd care to. Uh, if not, then, well. Bugger <laughs> off. <laughs> Sorry, did you just say bugger off? Yeah. Don't want to do an <laughs> iTunes review. What? All that we've been doing this show for three years, I yes. don't think it's too much to ask that you take 45 seconds of your life, go over to iTunes, log in, do a review for the MyMac podcast for all this quality entertainment. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I, I'm I sorry. I think I understand why they don't do it now. Anyway, <laughs> you, you, guy, if yeah. they did do an iTunes review, I know that you give them a special present, but they need to email you with their email address once they've done that review. And how would they contact you? What is your contact details so they can send you their contact details? Ah, well, my contact information you can write to me via. <laughs> I have to come up with a new word for that every week. Uh, guy at mymac.com. And yep. you can also uh, 
Talk to me on uh, on Twitter. I sometimes get very, very silly on Twitter. And that's twitter.com forward slash, I'm waiting for it, MacParrot. That's three years, folks. Three years of Gaz doing a parrot voice. Now, now go over to iTunes just for that. I tell you what, I tell you what, <laughs> I, I would hope that one of our listeners might record each of those individual uh, parrot sounds and put them all together and make oh, some play it. <laughs> if somebody does that, Nick Hall, are you listening? <laughs> we love the Gaz's tip stuff. Please go over to iTunes, download three years worth of MyMag.com podcast, record just that bit with Gaz squawking. Well, no, there was a couple where you weren't on. No, that's true. You know, when, like when we go to Macworld or stuff right, like I bet that. 150. Yeah, at least, at least. Just record the squawk. Put them all together. He's we coming. will play it here on the show. He deserves more than a wootie if he does that. Oh, anyway, you, you yeah, Nick, all- if you do that, I will. I'll figure something out, or yeah. whoever. If somebody does that, I'll figure something out. <laughs> something nice. Incredible. Um, <laughs> you're mad if you do that. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> crazy. How can people? How can people get a hold of you just to say there's no flipping way? Yeah, there's no. We're going to do that. Yes. Well, if you want to write to me and tell me that there's absolutely no way that you'll ever contemplate doing such a crazy thing, (laughs) contact me via. Oh, you stole my word. Or through. Okay. Gaz at at mymac.com. That's not gaz, gaz at (laughs) mymac.com. That's gaz at mymac.com. Or on the Twitters. Wait, wait, wait. hold on. Hold on. How do you you, you spell that? Uh, That's G A Z. Z. At. My Mac, that's M Y M A C dot com. <laughs> or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Gazmas, J Z M A Z. You can also contact both of us. Uh, and we were a bit quiet this last week, I think, on twitter.com forward slash. Well, my wife was out of town. Okay. <laughs> I had a kid caught up on the walk. Oh. Will you let me finish? No, well, no, I got to tell you this before I lose it because uh, it's the train of thought, man. I got to do the train of thought. I was like so far behind on this TV show called The Walking Dead. I, I, I'd only seen like the first or second episode from this season. Since my wife has been gone, I've been going through like The Walking Dead marathon. The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. And I am, I am so psyched to see this week's show because it's, oh, the governor. I don't like the, the governor sucks. You suck, governor. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead, guess. <laughs> you can also contact both of us and we've been a bit quiet on <laughs> twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz that's g-u-y-a-n-d-g-a-z Z-Z-Z. there's and also there's also a couple of other ways go on tell them guy tell, yeah. them, tell them quick uh you now, can you on, can contact tell them, tell them, contact really slater tim because go on it's not too shabby go on. And, this and is what it's him. like when you put it all together and guesses go on too much and plays too many Steve Jobs sound bits. All you got to do, guys, slide it across. <laughs> you could send that to feedback at mymac.com. And of course, both on the MyMac site and the MyMac podcast site, there are contact forms if you just cannot bring yourself to send an email. And there is one more way. One more way that you can contact us. Gaz, what is that last way they can contact us? I've got to us? say, the, the way that they can contact us, well... This is pretty cool. 703-436-9501. That number one more time, Guy. 703-436-9501. It's all about justice. I think we finally got it right. And <laughs> that, of course, is our Skype number. So... <laughs> Oh, my, my. Um, I would like to thank every single one of you for the last three years of, of personally, of supporting Gaz and myself doing this podcast. You know, I I am still astounded, number one, that you download the show, but number two, that that Tim has let us go on. And and, and he's now, let's be real here. He has been hands off. He has. He has. He he has not, you know, given me a phone call like on a Thursday afternoon after the show comes out going, what were you doing? 
what you, were you thinking? You, you know why, though? You know why? I think he, he lets us carry on because it makes the other po- podcast look good. <laughs> all on the Stoplight Network. <laughs> oh. So thank you all so very, very much. Now, next week is going to be show 450. Uh, we have absolutely nothing special that I know of <laughs> planned for that show. We, we should do some. Maybe we can get a guest on. It would be nice to have a We haven't had a guest in a long time. Okay. We'll try and do something. Yeah, let's try to do something like that. Um, I think the last person we had on was Dave Hamill. Okay. But I don't think he wants to talk to us again. <laughs> Are you surprised? Are <laughs> no, you surprised? I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. I'm, sh- I'm sure he's had his fill of me between that Macworld and trying to get <laughs> work me through recording the show via GarageBand again. But however, I think, Gaz, yeah. that this is the very best you know, show. Guy, that. Yeah. That was. It's been the smoothest and most successful transition ever. Ever. So, yeah, on. sorry. This is the best show that we've ever done in three years, mm-hmm. and that we're good enough, smart enough after three years. And doggone it, people like us. La final de la programo. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can also find other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Not Another Mac Podcast, the Mac Specialist Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the TeacherCast Podcast, the Apple Junkies Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. All right, why don't I do the intro this week, and then you, uh, you bring us in. You ready? Yeah. You, so you want me to do that intro bit, yeah? No, no, I'll do the intro. You bring us in. Are you... What? <laughs> I'll do the My Mac podcast bit, and then you, you bring us into the podcast. Yes. If you read the show notes, it says intro. Who would have guessed that... Oh, 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 oh. So no, what no, I'm was... asking is, do you want me to do that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Which says the intro... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. Okay, good. Yeah, you do the uh, title. Okay, and I'm going to change it. Look, ready? Right? Yeah, I was getting ready to put title in. <laughs> <laughs> now, now there won't be any more mistakes. We're golden. We're just golden now. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Anything can happen in the next half hour. Oh, and you know it will. You know it will. Uh, are you recording? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Well, I won't even have to do a limerick this week. I'll just put this bit in at the beginning. All right. <clears throat> Hit it. Okay, I'm running. Okay, you bring us in. Okay. And welcome. (laughs) I didn't mean to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Sure you didn't guess. No. (laughs) After three years. Yeah. Yeah. I could tell. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Mm. (sighs) I don't know what I was going to say now. (laughs) 